What's everyone saying? You're listening to the Beyond the Gaffer podcast. You're here with your boy Kaj and your co-host Dylan. Now, we're back for the new season. We're a bit late. We're hoping we can uh, dish out some good content and it's been an exciting football season so far. So yeah, um, we're going to be talking about the top four race or really the title race. And it's quite exciting this year, given how many teams are going for it, at least in terms of when with the clear favourites in Man United, Chelsea, Liverpool and Man City. And I'm going to give it over to you, Dylan, in terms of what you think about the Premier League so far. Yeah, that's been a really good end to this start of the season. Um, it's been an exciting summer. You know, Ronaldo's come back, Lukaku's come back. Liverpool have a fully fit squad. Um, and, you know, City broke their transfer record on Grealish. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's shaping up to be an exciting season. Obviously, some of the big hitters have played each other. City have already been to Chelsea and won. They got a good point against Liverpool as well at Anfield. Liverpool and Chelsea have also faced off the, and they, they've drawn. It's only United who haven't faced any of the, the big teams yet, but they're the ones who already seem to be suffering. I mean, do you, do you agree that those the four teams that I mentioned are probably the clear favourites for the title? Or do you think they're slightly different? Or do you think there are any outside favourites here? And how do you see like most of the league sh- shaping up, at least in the top half or top six? I mean, I think the top four is going to be the same as last season. So the four you've mentioned, maybe a slightly different order. I don't think United are going to finish second. But... The top four same will be the same as last season, in my opinion. Top six, I think it'll be an interesting battle. Obviously, your club Arsenal have had a mixed start to the season, um, but I think again, Tottenham will be Tottenham will be there. But Leicester have had a really poor start given their European commitments as well. But West Ham have also had European commitments, and they seem they seem to be flying. So yeah, it'll be an interesting. Top six is a bit harder to call. Top four, I think, will be the same, but. I think top six is difficult. I think I fancy on an outside punt at probably Everton to finish in top six. Top six. Benitez has come in, done a good job on a very limited budget. So we'll see. Yeah, I'd like to say that we do well for the top four, but depends really. But yeah, I'll, I'll keep it back to, I'll, I'll bring it back to the main top four candidates, right? So we started off with, we'll start off with Man United, right? They've really, from from the outset, it looked like they had a very really good transfer window, right? They bought in Varane, when they had centre-back issues, they bought in Ronaldo, they bought uh, Sancho as well. And they've really got, in many t- how many people say, a super squ- super squad. So in many ways, there's no real excuses for Oli not to win a trophy this year. Um, we can go into the debates of, when, uh, of how good of a job Oli's done. But do you think their team is good enough to win the title this season? And how, you, how do you think they've fared so far? It's an interesting one. If you look at their like starting eleven and their squad depth, you could probably argue that they got the players to win the title, or at least push. I I don't think they will win the title, and uh, I don't personally don't think Ollie's the man to take him there. But, but like but you said, why, another though? debate. Is it just? I mean, squad I think or I, the manager? Like- uh, a bit of both. I think I think defensively they're not. It's not quite as secure as it could be. I mean, I want to see this Varane Maguire partnership a bit more. I mean, Maguire has his moments, and then I think they're still missing that that key CDM. You know, McTominay, Fred. Who's going to play in that that position? Um, I think I don't think they've nailed that down, and I think that's probably the one position where they're probably lacking. Um, probably like a world-class pair to sort of fit the bill. But up front, I mean, like you said, Ronaldo's there. Sancho's yet to sort of deliver, I would argue. Rashford's been injured first half of the season. So when he's back fit, you never know. But yeah, it's, it's, but it's, it's a difficult firing, one. Though. Bruno's been firing for them so far, though. Yeah, I mean, like, okay, yeah, I know he missed a penalty against Villa, but... I mean, he's he, you expect him and Ronaldo to link up a lot, especially with that you know that Portuguese connection as well. But I, I don't think it's been the start that United have wanted. I mean, they've had the easiest fixtures, I would argue, out of the the four we're talking about. 
Um, lost at home to Aston Villa. You know, Bruno missed a penalty in the last minute. They, I mean, they got a good win at West Ham, but they haven't faced any of the, the big hitters yet. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next. The next round of games are crucial. Crashed out the League Cup as well and lost and lost to young boys in the Champions League. So I think Oli's Champions League record so far has left probably a lot to be desired, to be fair. I think they, they won their last game in the last minute by Ronaldo, but... Yeah, that's if they crash out of the group stages again, I just I worry if Solskjaer would be the guy. If I was a United fan to go uh, to take them to the final, final over the final hurdle, um, is there anything else you probably want to mention about United? I, I guess because maybe in terms of like where you think they might, what you realistically see them finishing. Because even when I think about the big games, right, last season. They didn't do the half bad. I think it was after the Spurs uh, capitulation of like 6-1. They did draw a lot and they beat Man City. But I think the only reason the only reason they was, uh, they could have got a like maybe this is probably the biggest hurdle for them in terms of getting to the first position. No, no, no. I think you're right. I mean, like I, I think personally, I think they overachieved last season to finish second. Obviously, Liverpool had their, their own problems and Chelsea, you know, sacked Lampard halfway through, but they ended up winning the UCL anyway. It's an. It, it, do I think United are going? I don't think they're going to finish second. I, I think they'll probably finish fourth if we're looking at it. But the squad is probably there. But I don't think just. I, I don't. I can't see Oli taking it forward. I think his job this season is just to win something. It's been what four seasons now without a trophy. At United. It's for a club that stat for that stature. You expect to win something. I think he needs to win something this season. Otherwise, I think he'll be under serious pressure. Yeah, because they did really well in the in the small games. I think it's just the big games that now need to change. But we'll see if they really end up doing it. But I guess that's one outside contender because we've been talking about how Man City and Liverpool have really been the main contenders for the league for the last three or four seasons, right? But another well, another contender that that might like um, break that up is Chelsea. What do you think about them so far this season as well? I mean, they had the European champions after all. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then look, the top of the league going into after six weeks, so you can't write them off. I mean. They okay. They've, they've the only points they've dropped so far this season have been away to Liverpool at Anfield, and at home to City. They've won all the other games, and if you carry on doing that, it'll it'll be tight come the end of the season. City and Liverpool have both dropped points against I guess what you call teams that you wouldn't expect them to. City drew with Southampton at home. Liverpool, you know they they struggled and had a eventful game at Brentford. So I guess we'll have to see. Do you see any problems with like Chelsea for the title? I mean, against Man City, they didn't really show that much um, intention to really score. To be fair, they, I don't think they had a uh, had a shot, shot on target. target. Yeah, yeah. And like a lot of these games seem to be relatively low scoring. I mean, in, um, in terms of the big games and so on, and even even the smaller games, they haven't really done what Man City used to do in terms of winning teams four or five nil. Maybe not this season, but like the previous seasons. But yeah, do you have any? Do you see that being a problem? Uh, I mean, I, I, look, I mean, Premier League is a marathon, not a sprint, right? If you win your games, you win your games. Like they got over the line against Southampton, put three past them. They also put three past Palace. I mean, it's not. I, I mean, the squad is squad is definitely good enough, and Tuchel is an experienced manager to to take it forward. Um, I, they'll be there at the end of the season. I, do I think they'll win it? I mean, if they win it, I, I don't think people would have any complaints. And you and people can't say it was unexpected. But I, I don't know. For me, I still, I'm still leading the City, but I think Chelsea are going to push them all the way. I mean, now I guess we can probably talk about the two, for me, the two big teams, I think, for the Premier League. Because for me, I think Liverpool are, are like low-key favourites for this uh, for the title race this season. 
I think with Klopp, Klopp's just seems to be on it for after like last year, given the amount of injuries that happened at centre-back. And I think looking at the game that we just saw uh, this weekend, I th- I just saw the two best teams in the, in the league in terms of the quality of football. I don't know if you disagree with that, I know. or what you, Well, it's your team, right? What's, what are your thoughts? Liverpool, you know, I think we'll be there this season. I think we're going to push City all the way and, and that, that game showed it. I, City actually played better against us and it took two moments of brilliance from Salah to essentially unlock that City defence who looked quite resolute. I mean, City's attacking talent is there for everyone to see, right? I mean, with the addition of Grealish as well, you know, Foden's just come come back into full fitness. De Bruyne is there putting the strings. I know people go on about their lack of recognised striker and when they don't score this season, that is who people are going to go on about. You know, when they lost to PSG, they played, they played extremely well, but they didn't score against Southampton. Again, they didn't score and people go on about the striker, but you've got, they've got enough players there that where to share the workload. Um, and let's be honest, no one's going to rule out Pep Guardiola's side being there at the end of the season. I think City, again, are still the ones to beat. Klopp's the only one who's managed it so far. So if anyone's going to do it again, I, I have to say it will be Klopp. You know Liverpool more in depth, right? What do you see like the big stumbling blocks for your, for your team and not delivering another title? Uh, well, obviously, one thing they obviously can't control is the injuries, right? So that's what that's that's what the massive stumbling block last season. They got to say keep players got to stay fit, right? Um, especially again in the key positions, like we've been quite lucky in the sense that none of our front three have been out for a tremendous long amount of time, and Firmino, who's been the most injured, has actually been covered by Jota pretty well. Um, and at defence, I know we've invested in centre back with Canate and stuff, but Van Dijk being out last season was a massive, massive blow. And we don't want people like Henderson and Fabinho having to play centre-back again. We can't be doing that. Um, so it'll be interesting, the stumbling block. I think we're always going to score. Um, we're, we're scoring goals this season for fun. I think we scored like three in nearly every game um, in August. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't think that'll be so much of an issue. It's probably the defence, if anything. I mean, the players are good enough that we have. It's just whether we can get over the line. Um because we have conceded a couple of goals and, you know, we've got a difficult Champions League, league group to navigate as well. So I guess we'll see. But if anyone's going to take Liverpool to the title, if it goes down to the last two, three games of the season, don't be surprised. Yeah, you're right about a number of those points, to be fair. I think one thing that gets overlooked is how good City's defence is. I think they face the least amount of shots uh, in the Premier League in terms of the defence. So it just shows how good their uh, pep structure is in terms of midfield and well, defensive organisation, both in the midfield and attack and so on and so forth. Um, in terms of Liverpool, do you think like, I know Van Dijk's pretty key in terms of how solid your defence is. Do you, How do you think he's been so far this season? Because he's pre, uh, he's crucial really to delivering another re- league title or, or even a Champions League if you get that uh, quite deep into the competition. It's interesting because actually the beginning of the season, I'd actually say Matip's played a lot better than him. Uh, his his partner, you know, his 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 Cameroonian stalwart. I mean, I think he's he, Matt has played a lot better than him. I've actually been really really impressed with him this season. Um, I'm surprised. I, I I was slightly surprised that Klopp started him, but I, think, I know Klopp does like him. Um, whether the the demands of a game every week will catch up, we'll see. Given his fragile nature, um, but I think he's actually performed better than Van Dijk. But you, we need Van Dijk there, you know, just to lead at the back, winning those aerial duels. He sprays a lot of balls out wide as well. He he's he can play the ball and pass a lot better out from the back than Matip can but I've been quite impressed with both of them and obviously Trent and Robbo you know Trent doing what Trent does best racking up assists already you know he missed the City game but he's there and will be there at the top of the assist charts again and Robbo being Robbo you know another he got two assists for Scotland last night as well so he's doing it for club and country. Fair. I mean do you, 
do you think like your squad is, is at all kind of jaded compared to like the other squads? Because obviously you see Chelsea's squad looks kind of fresh relatively, right? They've got the addition of Lukaku, a couple of new signings from the, uh, from the previous years. Whilst like Liverpool, for example, I know they added Jota last year, but it's essentially the same front three, Mane and Salah for the last four or five years, even the midfield. I mean, they haven't got Wijnaldum anymore as well. I mean, do you see that being a potential issue for you guys or... Just I mean, case. if everyone stays fit, then I think it'll be fine. But if injuries happen, then we'll be in trouble. Like City squad depth is so much better than our squad depth. Like just look at the summer, right? Sterling, we had a great summer. Had a great summer for England, right? We loved him every step of that way during that journey to Euro twenty twenty. And now he can't even get in the squad. Even same with John Stones, played his socks off for England during the summer. Can't can't even start for City now with Laporte and Diaz there. So, I mean, you just look at that bench okay, they had against Liverpool. I think Mars, Mars was on it. Gundogan was on it. Um, you know, you got players like Sterling on it. Stones was on it. So you got all these players where they can come back and they're, they, they're, they're, and they're much better than Liverpool's bench. I know we have, we have good players and we were missing people like Thiago, but their depth is insane. So I, I don't think anyone can, can compete with that. Or well, you never know Newcastle and maybe in a couple of years, but for now it's, for now I think it's City's title to lose. Yeah. I mean, Newcastle definitely deserves its own segment after what they've, um, the new takeover proposal from last week but uh, we'll probably do that when Thinnish comes back but either way but um, fair enough I, it looks like the title race either way is shaping up to be quite exciting this year that it it sounds like the top four is all so, sewn up but do you re, do you think that there's any outside contenders to come into the top four um, from the league so far I don't think anyone's going to break that top four but I mean I think on in for the European places like I said at the beginning Everton will be there I think Benitez you know just good manager, very, very good manager. And, you know, I, I've known him well since he was at Liverpool. I think he'll be there. And they started the seasons quite strongly. Um, and then, you know, you, you can never write off the Arsenal and Tottenham's. I, I know Tottenham have been a, gone for a bit of a patch recently, but, um, you know, you can never write the Arsenal and Tottenham off because you expect them to be there. Arsenal won, what, th- where they won. After losing the first three, won the next three. They've got a good point at Brighton, who are somehow up there as well, who have done an amazing start under Potter. But it remains to be seen. I think less are the ones who are going to suffer having started the season well, having started the Europa League campaign well. So we'll see. Yeah. I, what about you? Do you, do you think it's going to be an outside bet? I'm 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 torn between two different like two things. I think Arsenal can get the top four, but the problem is the main stumbling block isn't the squad; it's the manager. Because I know I know it sounds stupid of saying it, because I think looking at our squad, it's not that half bad. Like you've seen our cent- like we we've got a fairly good defense. It, Ramsdale's done really well this season. Uh, when it, as soon as he's come in, Tomiyasu as well. Same with Gabriel, uh, Ben White, Kieratini. It's just and and we have like the attacking capabilities as Smith Rowe, Odegaard, Saka, who's scoring for fun for England these days, and Abamian, who's usually a thirty goal striker. But the problem is with under Arteta, we don't seem to create as many chances, and that really comes down to his rigid, like how tactically inflexible he is at times I think because he just the way if you watch Arsenal play under him he doesn't really they're not really that fun to watch and they don't try to create as many chances for the front line but I don't but that's I know it sounds like that but that's the main issue in it but um, yeah that that's all it is I think Arsenal could be a bit but I also think you're right with Everton 
I actually also think West Ham as well. West Ham, at least, not maybe not for the top four, but they could go deep into the Europa League and possibly win it and go into Europe that way. But yeah, um, that that's me in it. So uh, that's my thoughts on the um, really the top four or outside contenders. I don't know if you have any thoughts on any of the other teams, really, West Ham or anything like that, or, or my thoughts on Arsenal. I mean, West Ham is an interesting one. I think they've they've started well in Europe. They started they started decently in the league. To be fair, I mean, I think there there might be a Mikhail Antonio hamstring ping away from a bit of a problem. Um, <laughs> but you know, he's 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 a flat track bully. He's scoring goals for fun this season. Um, so I think they'll be there. Moyes has done an incredible job, and he signed he signed a lot, quite a lot of players actually. To be fair, this summer they've given him the free the freedom. And one one team I would like to see well, I don't think they're going to break into the top six, but is Brighton. I know they've had a great start to the season. Graham Potter, you know, ooh. he's prime for. I think he might even get the Newcastle job soon when if they want to bring their team upwards in terms of like the mid table top six because he's doing a really good job, uh, Brighton. I don't know your thoughts on that as well, because they dominated us when I saw them and with inferior players, I think. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, a great squad. I mean, they're take, finally taking their chances this season, grinding out the wind, and that's what you need to do in the league, don't you, to stay up. Um, I, I think they will stay up. They shouldn't be in this relegation scrap, given the way they started this season. So it should be more of a comfortable ride. Um, and then you've got to give a bit of mention to the other, to, to Brentford, you know, another promoted team, you know, come up, got a great win at West Ham. Ground out a great point against Liverpool. Beat you guys on the opening day of the season. We went to watch that. It's, it's, a, it's a fantastic, like feel-good community club. Um, and Thomas Frank's done an incredible job. You know, new stadium and everything. Good players. Tony and Embuemo linking up really, really well. They were doing really well against Liverpool, actually. I because Tony was dominating a lot of your centre backs in the, and the Van Dijk beat. He was winning absolutely everything, and then Embuemo just running past. Um, to latch on to latch on to his headers, so I, I, and I think they'll they'll be fine as well. Um, but again, like these are, these are outside to the league this season, though. Oh yeah, hundred yeah, percent. They are a great addition yeah, to the league. I think no one can bemoan that. I think they look they look really good side, and they play some really nice, attractive football as well. Um, it's the other two promoted teams that you probably fear for. You know, the other end, you know, Watford and Norwich. It's, they've already sacked their manager, so it probably doesn't bode well. Yeah, I mean, I was going to bring it before we end the show. I was going to really bring it back to the, the, um, the relegation battle. I can't really look past Norwich being relegated again, to be honest. I think they're becoming one of these yo-yo clubs in terms of getting um, re- promoted and relegated and promoted and relegated just probably for the parachute payments or something like that. That's what a lot of people say. But yeah, do you think they'll, they'll get out of the relegation scrap? Do you see like um, any other, who, who else would be, um, who else do you think might be relegated? I was, I was just going to have a special mention of uh, Crystal Palace and what you think of them under uh, Patrick Vieira. So relegation, I think Norwich are down, unfortunately. Um, you know, 1.0 of 6 or whatever 7 it is at the moment. Not a great start. They just can't seem to stop leaking goals. So I think they, they will go down. Um, so I think that's that, I think they're, they're certain in one of the places. I think Burnley, I think, uh, has their luck right now. I mean, let's be honest, like a couple of years ago, they, they were playing in Europe. He finished 7th one season for Sean Dyke. <laughs> I mean, incredible job he's done there. But I think they, they'll be in trouble this season. And then the last one, I think it's a bit open. You know, Watford have already sat the manager, like I said. They, they will be there and thereabouts. I mean, I think Newcastle will be fine now, you know, given they've been taken over. But there's a couple of clubs down there, you know, they, uh, it's it'll be touch and go. But if I had to if I had to guess now, probably Norwich, Watford and and Burnley for me. Um, and then Vieira. Yes, I'm intrigued to see what he does. He's brought a lot of young players in. Um, some really good young players. Elise, I mean, Edouard from Celtic, I think it's a fantastic bit of business. Gallagher, he's brought in Guehi Anderson, a centre-back. So he's transformed that 
that Palace team after it's aging, aging after it was aging for the last few seasons. Um, so I'm intrigued to see how he gets on. Um, and they've only lost against, uh, I think, Chelsea and Liverpool. And who are, we, who are we talking about for the title, isn't it? So it was a much needed rebuild, really, because it was under Roy Hodgson. They were really, you could tell they were getting some aging players and they needed to go to under a different direction. But it's also not been really. I guess fair for Vieira for in his first Premier League job that he's had to face so many of the big teams. I don't know. Do you think? Do you think they'll do well? Do you think Vieira will go through uh, help them in t- in terms of like just going taking them to, to mid table or at least yeah mid table mid mid table they'll be safe this season. I think they got good enough players. I think this season just to get everyone to gel together, see how they do, and then we'll see how he goes from next season. But I think they'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, I guess that really sums up really what our thoughts are for the Premier League so far. Obviously, it's an exciting, uh, exciting few weeks ahead when uh, international football is done. Um, I guess last thought of what are your, who do you think is going to get, uh, is going to win the Premier League top four? And I guess on a random note, who do you think is going to be the first manager that's going to be sacked? I think I know Second now, manager you know, now, you mean? Second. Watford already sacked their manager. Oh, yeah, well... I forgot about Watford, but yeah, um, sorry. Well, the next manager to be sacked. Uh, so I'll do it with you. So t- title City, I think top four as we discussed. So City, Liverpool, Chelsea, United. Um, and then to be sacked. Oh God, it's, I hate doing this because it's like, you know, you're, you're worrying who who can go. But I think everything given Newcastle has happened, I'll have to say Steve Bruce. I, I, just, I just can't see him staying there. I think that's their first order of business. Yeah, I, agree. I think I agree with both. <laughs> Thing is, I get my predictions wrong all the time. So I was going to say Liverpool just to be edgy who were winning the title. I actually don't mind Liverpool winning. I just don't like you. So it's fine. Fair enough. <laughs> but um, no, I can't look past Steve Bruce getting fired, to be honest. I was going to say Nuno, but yeah, it's just I think this new takeover is going to change the game. Um, we definitely need to do an episode on how what we think about how the Premier League is kind of turning into its own kind of oil cartel in a sense where it is to compete it might just need an like a massively rich um, owner just to come in and spend a bunch of money but that's another episode for another day but yeah no relegation candidates I agree Norwich um, what is it Norwich Watford Burnley, Burnley yeah right? for, I'm trying to think what other kind of, I don't think it's Crystal Palace I, just, I, I lost my train of thought who else you might who else might be another contender for relegation I mean, I think Newcastle will be fine now, given everything that's happened. Yeah. But Southampton you, maybe haven't started the season well. South, Southampton, yeah, I'll give it. Uh, okay, now nah, you know what I agree with you, Burnley. All right, um, I think that that's that's about it for the end of the, uh, for, the for our episode. Um, hope you enjoyed that, guys. We're going to keep it short the, uh, for now, but yeah, we've got an f- exciting few list of uh, exciting topics to talk about over the next couple of weeks, and um, yeah, hope you. Uh, Look forward to listening to us as well. Uh, and follow us at BTG underscore pod for all our socials and to keep up to date with our content. Cheers. Cheers, guys.